overnight success. Sam Craig heads NYU's Entertainment, Media, and Technology program. It took Own four years and $500 million in investment before it turned a profit. Second thing you need? Lots of amazing content. Basically, you have to stand out from the nearly 2,000 cable channels already out there. Craig says it takes time to build an audience. And it takes an upfront investment to make it happen. How much? Well, I mean, the short answer is, is hundreds of millions of dollars to do it correctly. Eric Brannan is a tech and media analyst at IHS. TV networks get their revenue through ads, yes, but also from carriage fees. These are paid by cable and satellite service companies per subscriber. It might be 10 cents, but for a network to pay off the enormous cost of good programming, it's got to have millions of eyeballs. And without a following, pay TV operators like cable companies won't want to pick up your network and pay your carriage fees. So... Getting in front of millions of homes is going to be a real challenge for you. Brannon says it's kind of a chicken and egg situation. John Tarnoff co-runs the entertainment management program at Carnegie Mellon. He says the best platform for someone like Donald Trump isn't a TV or cable network. It's social media. I mean, I think that's where he excels. The Donald Trump network brought to you by Facebook? Who knows? I'm Gigi Duban for Marketplace. On Wall Street today, that was a short little rally. Stocks down today after two days of gains. We'll have the details when we do the numbers. As in so many elections, the number one economic issue this year is J-O-B-S. That spells jobs. Candidates suddenly really care about your feelings about your current job situation. So what are those feelings? Well, at the risk of sounding like mealy-mouthed politicians, they are mixed. In our newest Economic Anxiety Index poll done in conjunction with Edison Research Company, we found that a lot more people are worried about losing their jobs than even a year ago. But... More than half are very confident they can find their next jobs. So in a world where Americans are both anxious and confident at the same time, only Marketplace's Scott Tong can attempt to explain. Mike Cahill is a union pipe worker at a fuel processing plant outside Philadelphia. He fears losing his job in the next year because his type of construction work could fall off, he says. We caught up to him by cell phone at his lunch hour. Are we in a boom-bust cycle? Is all this work going to start wrapping up at the same time? You know, it could be that this time next year, there's substantial unemployment in the building trades. In our poll, just 14% of people shared the same job loss fear as Mike Cahill a year ago. But today, that fear is doubled. And that anxiety doesn't sync up with the broader job market, which is doing well, says economist Andrew Chamberlain at the online job site Glassdoor. There's very little basis in reality for fear. The rate of layoffs is really at an all-time low. Claims for unemployment insurance are the lowest since the 1970s. There's a near-record number of job openings, 5.5 million unfilled jobs. So what gives? Well, several people we talked to suspect an election year blathering effect. All this talk of jobs supposedly shipping out, fleeing, quote, taken away from us like babies, end quote, may be warping our reality. Rutgers labor economist William Rogers. Both candidates, uh, particularly one candidate, is raising a level of discourse that is really creating fear. I think it's more of a distortion. 
Perception shapes reality. But here's the twist. More than half our respondents say if they do lose a job, they're actually very confident in finding the next one. Here's solar energy installer Dan Marcotte on Long Island. I'm sure I'll be able to get a job, but the problem is I will probably take about a cut in pay, you know, make about half as much as I'm making now type of thing. That seems like what the jobs are out there now. And that's an increasing reality for Americans with mid-level skills and middle incomes, a hollowing out of the middle, says Linda Barrington at the Institute for Compensation Studies at Cornell. More workers who, when they lose a job, are going to be more likely pushed down. That's a longer-run trend that we've seen since the Great Recession and throughout the recovery. That is, there are jobs to be found. Whether they're good jobs is another question. In Washington... I'm Scott Tong for Marketplace.